Hello everyone and welcome to Celtic Preacher Podcast 59 and today we're going to be looking at abandoning roles that don't serve you well. It seems like sometimes we can be our own worst enemies. You know, we can make choices that cause us a lot of unhappiness and we can end up blaming other people or circumstances and certainly people other people and circumstances do affect us there's no doubt about that but in our text this today uh, Jesus points out it's an interesting text and it's found in Luke 10 by the way gospel of Luke chapter 10 Jesus points out to Martha that she has chosen to be annoyed and resentful She's chosen to blame her sister for her overwhelming day. She's chosen to be distracted and harried by her lifestyle. And what he does is, in this passage, is that he points out to Martha, and of course all the other, all of us centuries later, he's really pointing out that we actually have a lot of choices in our life how to live or how not to live. And he ends up challenging her to choose another way to live. So I think what can happen is is that we can actually forget, according to Jesus, we can actually forget that we do get to control how we respond to life. We're not victims, in a sense, to what we feel, which is difficult for most of us because most of the time our feelings drive us. Our feelings determine and lead the way. And Jesus cautions against that all the time, all the time. And once you see it in one place, you start to see it all over the place. But he, he cautions against that, and as we'll see in this, this story of Mary and Martha. In fact, I think I'm just going to read you the passage because it's really short. It's found in Luke 10, Gospel of Luke chapter 10. And this is what it says. It's like five, six verses. Now, as they were on their way, that would be Jesus and the disciples, his students. Now, as they were on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted in her many tasks, so she came to him. Jesus, and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you're worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing, and Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Kind of a short little passage, but wow, there's so much in this, you know. So the setting is, Jesus is having dinner with his good friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. They're all siblings. Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Martha's busy getting ready for Jesus and presumably the other disciples, his other students. So there she is, she's getting the meal ready. 
doing what you do when you invite people over for your, to your house for dinner. And, of course, she's taken on an expected traditional role for women in her culture 2,000 years ago. And I might add, it's a, tradition, it's a role that's still taken by many women today, right? Verse 39 says that she's, she's preparing for her guest. Her sister, on the other hand, does something very unusual and slightly alarming, to say the least. Her sister is sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to what he has to say. In other words, she's put herself in a position of a student. Now, if this was the brother Lazarus who was sitting at Jesus' feet, that whole phrase, by the way, sitting at the feet of Jesus, what that means is it's kind of like a code for she's put herself in the position of a student, which doesn't really mean, it's not really a big deal to us, but it was a huge deal 2,000 years ago because rabbis, male rabbis, had male students. Remember, it's a patriarchal culture. So the fact that she, as a woman, is sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his teaching, and not doing what she would normally do, which is prepare the meal, is highly, highly unusual. Now, we can miss this because it doesn't seem like a big deal to us, but it would have been a huge deal in those days. So while Mary is listening to the wisdom of Jesus, Martha, the sister, is getting resentful and she's getting angry with her sister Mary. And the word that Luke, the writer, uh, uses to describe Martha is, he uses the word distracted. And in the original language, it means to be pulled in many, many directions. Peri spattle, to be pulled in. Remember, the New Testament was written in uh, New Testament Greek. So in the original, the first documents, this word is used. She's distracted. She's pulled in many, many directions. Now, you know what happens when you get pulled in many directions, right? You're going to be annoyed. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be angry, which is, of course, all the things she is. There she is in the kitchen, presumably distracted, busy. Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus. How annoying and how inappropriate. Who does she think she is? taking the place of a, there she is, there's Mary with all the other guys, the men. Verse 40, Martha says to Jesus, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work? Don't you care? Don't you care about this? And interestingly enough, again, in the original language, she, that's written in such a way that she expects Jesus to care and say, yeah, this is bad. She's expecting a positive answer. So she tries to draw Jesus into her annoyance to do something about Mary's behavior. I mean, nowadays we'd say say it like, uh, can you believe this, Jesus? She's just sitting, listening to you, and I'm I'm running around and trying to get ready. Talk some sense into her. And Martha's resentful, and she tries to shift the blame onto Mary. 
You know, I wouldn't be so frustrated if she was doing what she's supposed to be doing and she's supposed to be helping me. And then Jesus replies, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need for only one thing, and Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting it's interesting thing to note that it, it's not Martha, Martha's serving that's the problem, right? That's not the problem. It's not even that she's busy. Uh, it's the problem isn't that she's productive. Uh, the problem is is that she's frazzled and anxious and driven. It's like Jesus is saying, "Who asked you to do this? And who asked you to live this way?" And Luke uses that word worried. She's so worried about the arrangements that she's lost touch with the purpose of the meal in the first place. That's a really common thing, isn't it? Even today. You know, sometimes we start things with good intentions, but somewhere along the line, something goes wrong. So Martha starts out with good intentions and then she gets she gets caught up, she gets driven and frustrated and impatient and then she ends up resentful and then shifts all the blame onto her sister and then Jesus steps in and corrects her and says, Martha, no, one thing is needful. Mary's chosen the better part. Learn something, Martha. Don't be too quick to blame Mary for your predicament. Mary's free. She's not driven. She's not anxious. She's not resentful. Okay. Now, if she's, if she's not driven and she's not anxious and she's not resentful, she must be doing something right. Right. Because this is the way that Jesus always wants us to learn how to live in freedom. Right. He said, I've, I've come that you might have abundant life. So all his teachings throughout all the Gospels, are always about moving us into this place of greater freedom so that we're not driven, so that we're not as anxious, so that we're not as resentful. One thing is needed, he's saying to Martha. Look what Mary's chosen. Look what Mary's chosen. So according to Jesus, if we're pulled in a million directions... If we're overly scheduled, if we're too busy, which in turn manifests itself in resentment, Jesus is saying, that's because you've chosen to live this way. It's a choice that we make, and no one makes it for us. Now, for Martha, it's like Jesus is saying, Martha, nobody's asked you to run around exhausted. But it's like, for Martha... Martha would say, but, but it's expected. I mean, who else is going to do it? I mean, I'm the one, right? It has to be done. And I'm sure Martha has many, many good reasons for doing what she does, just as we have many good reasons for doing what we do. But the spiritual lesson here is, well, one of the spiritual lessons is because it's multi-layered. It's like, you know, you have to learn how to abandon roles that don't serve you well. And resentment is always, always the red flag. It's always a red flag. 
when we start to feel resentful. I mean, look at Mary, you know, yeah. She should have been in the kitchen, right? She's a woman. That's what women were expected to do 2,000 years ago. That's, what, that's where Martha's coming from. She shouldn't be doing what she's doing. She should be helping me. That's, that's unacceptable. We can get caught in the wrong roles. Or maybe they're not wrong. Maybe we just outgrow the roles in some ways, you know? We end up doing things because the family expects it or because I have to do it, right? Jesus would say, no, no, you, you don't actually have to do anything. But it's my job, it's, it's my company, it's the business, I have to do it. Well, step back. Jesus is saying, if it's not serving you well, step back. It's like, have you taken on a role that really isn't in your best interest. But I have to. I ha No, no. Jesus would say, not if it's diminishing your life. Not if you end up resentful and anxious. That's no way to live. Jesus is telling Martha this. And of course, as he teaches her, he's teaching us. Any role we have, a parent, a husband, a wife, a child, a manager, they can all become burdensome. An employee, a teacher, a student, a coach, a survivor. It doesn't matter what we, how we identify. It can become burdensome. It, roles can weigh us down. And what Mary does in this text is, is that she, it's like she steps to the side she steps to the side and it's like, you know what, this is, this is what I need to do just now. This is more important. I need to just step back. Martha, I'm not available. I need to be here. I need to do this. And whether you understand or not, that's another thing altogether. But I need to be here. I need to sit at his feet. I need to listen. And no, I can't help you. Yeah, it's an important lesson. Jesus isn't downplaying the importance of serving or hospitality or caring for people. You know, that's he was strong, strongly into all of these things, serving and hospitality and caring for people. I mean, he lived this way. So it's it's not a passage about it's not about you know, unshackle the women and get them out of the kitchen. I, actually, I don't really think this is about gender at all. I think it's bigger than gender. The story can be reduced to Martha's bad because she's busy and Mary's good because she's sitting and listening to the wisdom of Jesus. But I think that really misses the point, you know. Um, regardless of gender, regardless of being a man or a woman or however you would identify yourself, the, the bigger issue is, can we step back from roles that don't serve us well? Sometimes roles and duties and expectations need to be abandoned for a while until we regain our freedom. I think that's a deeper, the deeper level of teaching. We're not free if we're resentful and angry like Martha. We're just not free. And Jesus is pointing this out. 
You know, it's not about, I'm not saying that Martha should never make dinner again. It's more, Martha, you need to take some time out. You need to put yourself in a position where you can gain perspective. Take a break and lighten up and let it go because this is no way to live. Jesus says, Mary has chosen the better part. In other words, Mary has discerned at this time what's truly important. She knows what's valuable. And she's fixed her attention on that. She's teased apart what is priority and what is not. And she's certainly not held captive by the expectations of other people, which is quite a remarkable thing for anyone at any time and culture uh, to do. You know, she's not held captive by others' expectations. Even if she's misunderstood, which she would have been, no doubt, by all the males in that culture at that time. And she's certainly misunderstood by her sister. But she's free. She's free. It's like, Mary, don't you think you should go in and peel the potato? No, I don't want to go peel the potatoes. I wouldn't miss this for the world. I wouldn't miss this for the world. I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen while he's still with me. Priority. Choice. Well, you shouldn't be sitting at his feet. That's not your place. Well, what kind of a woman are you? I'm a free one. I'm a free woman. Yeah. Think about the roles we play. Think about the roles we play. I mean, maybe you're the peacemaker in the family. That's a good thing, right? It's a good thing to be a peacemaker. I have the gifts to work with the most challenging members of the family. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good, worthwhile thing to do. But wisdom knows when to step back and say, not today. Not today. This isn't helpful. I'm getting resentful. I'm getting tired. Today is going to be different. I need some space. I need another perspective. Yeah. Prayer can help you do that, can't it? I mean, it's like prayer like stops everything. You pause. And then you, you, get, you gain new insight. Or maybe you're the easygoing one in the family. Maybe you love to help. Maybe you really like to help people. Uh, but sometimes you feel taken advantage of. Well, wisdom steps in. Not today. No, I need space. I need to sit at the feet of Jesus and not be pulled by the anxieties of those around me. Have you noticed how we can be pulled by the anxieties and the drivenness of those around us? Yeah, it's difficult. You have to, it's almost like we have to learn ways to step back. Not today, not today. Or maybe I'm the super responsible one, the hard worker, the achiever. Nothing wrong with that, surely, right? Well, if I'm resentful, something's wrong. Resentful, it's, it's always the red flag. Or maybe I'm the one that uh, everyone tells their problems to me because all my friends come to me and the people at work come to me and the family comes to me. It's who I am. It's what I do. I'm good at it kind of a natural listener. Well, it's great. That's good. That's good. But again, 
do you know when it's appropriate to step out of that role and take care of yourself? Because Mary is modeling the freedom to choose. This is what she's doing here. She's, she's modeling the freedom to choose the better part at that particular moment in time. It's like, Martha, Martha can't help doing what she's doing. She's so programmed. She's so rigid. Her life is so determined by the expectations she has of herself and others that she can't act any differently. She's not free. She's not free. That's why Jesus is correcting her here, because he wants to bring her into freedom. You know, you always know when you're talking to someone stuck in Martha syndrome, because whatever suggestion you give to ease his or her problem is not going to work for a host of reasons that he or she will tell you, right? Every suggestion is, is countered by why it won't work or why this isn't possible or why I have to do this thing or yeah so you you kind of know when you're when you're talking to someone who's like Martha because whatever you however you try and help is not going to work because they have to do it by themselves so when someone is stuck in Martha syndrome which is if I don't do it no one else will which is it's my responsibility which is I'm exhausted no one's helping me Jesus is saying Stop. Stop. There is another way. There is a choice. Wait. Pause. And start moving toward what is life-giving. Just like Mary. You know, what could be more life-giving than listening to the wisdom of Jesus? It's like, yeah, yeah. There's the heart cry. There's the prayer. There's the heart cry. Help me to move toward that which gives me life. Help me to abandon roles that I've outgrown or they just don't fit me anymore. And help me to move toward things that nourish me, that refresh me, that give me life just like Mary did. Well, thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode.